Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. North and scorenorth.com. And away we go. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Don't look now, gentlemen. All you doubters, all, all the Judd's old gads out there, the negative doubters. The Minnesota Vikings just put together perhaps their biggest win in the Kevin O'Connell era. We break it all down on Vikings Ventline, the most fan-friendly, interactive show in all of Minnesota sports. Uh, this show, by the way, is uh, presented by Quick Trip, which we'll talk about later. I'm sure uh, Judd's going to need some snacks after a late night here at U.S. Bank Stadium where he is stationed in the press box right now. We're going to give our take real quick, and then we'll turn the show over to you guys, Vikings fans, here on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Please click the subscribe button and the like button to help us grow this awesome community of Vikings fans. If you'd like to get on the show, send a request to vikingsventline at gmail.com, and Declan will get to as many of you as we possibly can here. Keep it clean. Don't get us fired. But wow, what a football game. Cam Bynum comes up with the game ceiling interception. Jordan Addison has a breakout night. I mean, he's had some good games, but Jordan Addison was incredible tonight. Kirk Cousins on third down was near flawless. And so, Judd, we'll throw it to you, Mr. Tank, Mr. Trade Christian Derrissaw. The Vikings are now 3-4 and four and just beat perhaps the Super Bowl favorites on Monday night football. So if it's not too loud here, that was an incredibly fun football game to watch. That was a fun football game to watch. Um, Yes, on Jordan Addison. And again, keep in mind, on the Vikings' third play from scrimmage, Kirk Cousins' second pass of the game was intercepted on a pass to Addison that, yes, made me think, 
that there would be no one riding with this group because San Francisco looked like they were going down to score. The tone of this game, gentlemen, no question about it, the tone of this game was set on that drive by San Francisco when Christian McCaffrey, who ended up having a fine night, uh, fumbled because this is, look, it's incredible. This was the fourth time this season in, what, seven games now? Is that right? That the Vikings have have lost, have committed a turnover four times on their opening possession. Dude, it's it's insane. The first yeah, insane. the first three of those, the first three of those, the Chargers game, the Carolina game, which was a pick six, and then the uh, Kansas City game all resulted in opposing teams' touchdowns. And the Niners are going down the field, and you're like, they're going to score. Like, this is going to be the four. They're going to be four for four. The Vikings force a fumble. McCaffrey fumbles, and not only do the Vikings get the ball back, but they score. And, and the, the whole tone of the game, and dare I say, this is way too premature, but the whole tone of what had been set for the season, which is stupid miscues, bad picks, bad fumbles, um, it felt like there was sort of a weight lifted off the Vikings when they scored. Now, w- was it a perfect game? Absolutely not. What they're doing in the low red, only God knows. Like, this game actually should have been a bigger... This game could have been more of a blowout instead of a close win. Um, What they were doing, trying to tush-push with Garrett Bradbury as their center. Like, do people realize how strong Jason Kelsey is? But all of that being said, this was, you know, TJ Hawkinson's chemistry came back. Addison was fantastic. Brandon Powell contributed tonight. The offensive line... The offensive line, folks, I don't want to hear it anymore. I don't want to hear it. They were fantastic in the protection tonight. Don't tell me the offensive line's a weakness. The offensive line right now is playing. It would be one of the top offensive lines in the entire league if you watch the rest of this league. So a lot to like. Um, This is what we expected all year. This was a lot of fun. And um, it's been a while since I've had, since I found a game here to be this entertaining, probably since last season. So kudos. Well, this is, yeah, I mean, my God, this was just like, even if you weren't a Vikings or a 49ers fan, you got your money's worth on Monday Night Football tonight. But, you know, one of the things that I, I, I don't remember what show it was last week, but I think it was like Thursday or Friday, one of the shows at the end of the week. And I said, listen, man, like Kirk Cousins you don't make your money when you've got all your weapons and Justin Jefferson, like a lot of quarterbacks can step in with a bunch of weapons and put up yards. And that's great when Jefferson's out and when your backs against the wall record wise and the Niners are coming to town, dude, it's on you now. Like you gotta, you gotta make some stars. Hey, you got to Jordan Addison. You're going to be a star tonight, right? TJ Hawkinson. We're going to get you the ball, you know, 10 times. And he did it, man. Like he, and I think Addison probably bailed him out a little at the end of the first half. That was kind of a, a, a tough throw. Addison grabs the ball from the defender earlier in the game. It was the opposite way around for the uh, the first drive turnover. But credit to Kirk Cousins for just coming out against one of the toughest teams in the league Monday night, season on the line, and just slinging it for three hours on third down. And historically, he's not the greatest third down quarterback. Opposing team knows you have to pass, right? He was great on third down tonight. So kind of a for for fans that were hoping for we've banned the word tank on this show. If you were hoping for, well, maybe they'll play a tough game and lose in the end. It's full steam ahead now, man. Like they ain't trading Daniel Hunter on on Wednesday or Thursday this week. Like it is you beat the 49ers now. Like it or not, whatever side of the fence you're on as a Vikings fan, 
they are probably full steam ahead. And you know what? They just went toe-to-toe with, I believe, the Super Bowl favorite, or at least one of the two or three top Super Bowl favorites. They went toe-to-toe. It wasn't a fluky win. They just flat-out out-punched the 49ers tonight. Super impressive. Dex, what's your take? And then we'll get to, wow, dude, over 6,000 people right now in this Vikings vent line room on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. So thank you guys for showing up late on a Monday. Dex. Insane win, man. I mean, that, I'll save the hot takes for tomorrow. I, I wrote down already some statements. Um, you know, Jordan Addison, humongous game. Kirk Cousins was brilliant. Um, yeah, there was still some nitpick things, which I'm sure a lot, a lot of people are going to throw at my face, uh, as I saw in my Twitter interactions and maybe potentially towards the last uh, possession of the game there for the Vikings. But regardless, a super fun win um, and really excited to uh, get to these Vikings fans here, too. Dude, who's excited for the Kevin O'Connell postgame locker room speech? Let's get oh that thing God. on the Vikings YouTube channel ASAP, please. Uh, so, again, thank you guys uh, for hanging out with us here. Please click the like and the subscribe button on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. This is the best, biggest community of Vikings fans out there. We appreciate you. Who's first out of the gate on Vikings Ventline? All right, let's go to Colin to start us off here. Colin, what's up, dude? Colin. Hey, how's it going, guys? Um, what's up, man? First time on this vent line, so I just first want to say thank you guys for giving me uh, the videos that you send every day. It's a nice little routine for me off of the Purple Daily or the Score North uh, channel altogether. But the first thing that I want to see, Judd, I want to see you wave the white flag because we just beat the 49ers. <laughs> Not the white flag. Wave the, wave the flag. flag. I like it. But, yeah, I'm very happy that we beat the 49ers, even though typical Vikings fashion, missing a field goal at the end, but very happy. And um, and I'm sorry, Declan, but I I do believe Greg Joseph should probably be cut from this team because <laughs> missing an extra point in a field goal is just unacceptable. Um, but, um, but, yeah, um, a great Vikings win. I'm happy happy um and how about the gophers as well first time i've ever seen them defeat iowa in my lifetime so i'm very happy about that and uh moving on to next week and thank you guys once again thanks colin Colin, thanks for leading us off here on vikings Line. who's next out of the gate all right let's go to kc next year hey kc what's up Hey guys, how we doing? Thanks for having me on tonight. Uh, I think that's by far the most fun I've had watching a Vikings game since the Bills game last year. You know, I was actually excited. They were, they were playing well. Um, I thought Kirk kind of got a little over anxious on some of those deep red. You were talking Judd a little bit, like he had Addison wide open on the one and just threw a missile and then threw another missile to Madison who can't catch anyway. So that's uh, double trouble there. I think, you know, that's what's been so frustrating for all of us this year. I was totally on the sell, sell, sell train with a lot of people. Um, But I think that's the frustrating part with this year, right? We're one score games with all these top teams, with the Eagles, with the Chiefs. Like these are all games we should have won or could have won, I should say. Not should have, could have won, right? Turnovers, stupid plays. Um, But the offense looked clean tonight. I thought we kind of stopped running the ball the second half. I was surprised Mm -hmm. to see that till the end, especially uh, man, Cam Akers, like Cam Akers played great. And then like you, Judd, you tweeted out like, and then we put Madison back in like, 
let let the guy go. And then uh, I'll just finish with uh, Addison tonight. Like he didn't do very well. I was surprised Kirk threw him that slant because he was pretty covered on that slant. That wasn't a great throw. Um, but then Addison turned it on. He's a dog. That was good. So hopefully uh, get Jefferson back, get those two running and, you know, stop forcing things to KJ Osborne and let things roll. KC man. Thanks for, for jumping on here. Yeah. Let's keep it rock. Let's keep it rocking here. Who's third out of the gate. Vikings Vetlin. All right, let's go to Jonah next year. Hey, Jonah, what's up, pal? Hey, guys. I I know I, in the past, myself, I've been a sort of a Kirk Cousins, not really hater, but kind of doubting him. But today he, he really showed up mm-hmm. with 400 yards. Like, he, especially a little before the two-minute mark in the fourth quarter, I think, he was – pretty much in a sack normally i think he would have fallen down just taking the sack but he got out of it through for the first down but even though that drive ended up getting a field goal he played amazing today but another problem you guys have been talking about it madison he has he's not been playing his money's worth last season whenever dalvin cook was in he was doing fine but now that he's a starter he's just he's not really a starting caliber running back i mean Cam Akers today, he was doing great, but Madison's drop touchdown. It wouldn't have been a one-score game if he had just caught the touchdowns. That'd be just had a sell field field goal. And Greg Joseph, he missed a field goal in that extra point. I mean, that also wouldn't have been a one-score game. We today really proved we're able to win by a lot. We just haven't been able to do it. We're getting so much better from the past. We just it's a win. It's great, but there are still flaws we have to work with. Jonah, thanks for coming on, man. Vikings vent line. Yeah, Judd, so Alexander Madison, I think only had one carry in the second half. They, they showed Kevin O'Connell when it was kind of a tough play, but the ball was thrown back shoulder to Madison in that zone defense in the end zone, and he didn't catch it. He should have sat down. Aikman was explaining. He should have just sat down in that window, and I think they showed uh, Kevin O'Connell on the sidelines, and he just sort of like exasperated. He just you know dropped an F-bomb. And from that point forward, you didn't see a lot of Alexander Madison in the second half. Cam Akers actually wound up with more carries in this game than Madison. Ty Chandler also touched the ball twice. Both were big-time plays. One got called back. It was that sort of double pass. So very interesting that in the second half, they kind of went away from Madison for the first time all season. I think the reason that they did that was based partially, um, if you guys recall, at the end of the first half, he took a hellacious hit. And he looked, I mean, I can't imagine he didn't, I can't imagine that he had his wits about him. Like, I was surprised he came back. Um, they brought him back, he didn't have success, and then they, they benched him. But I don't know if they benched him because of his performance or they benched him because, like, that hit was enough. I was shocked he, like, bounced back up and it's like, whoa. And then he came to the sideline and they examined him. But I wonder if we're going to find out that that had something to do with that. Um, you know, the thing is this, Cam Akers, when he gets chances, looks good. Like, he's not a star, but he looks good. The other thing I don't get is every time he touches the ball, Ty Chandler does something. Like, and and yeah, okay, let's say he just can't block. All right, I get that. He's not a starting caliber type of guy. But why don't you get the ball in his hands more? Um he actually what? He took the, he took the snap on the fake punt here about a month ago and got the first down that play in which KJ Osborne got a OPI was a fantastic play 
Addison to Chandler. And again, yeah. he gets a ton of yards. So like that's I, I don't again, I, I'm confused as to why they have this running back situation, um, but they don't use m- more guys tonight. They finally did. And I think it worked out absolutely fine. Absolutely. Akers and Chandler have a burst that Madison hurt or not does not have. Yeah, and dude, like Brandon Powell can get involved and see another jet sweep for him tonight. It didn't. He only went for like five yards, but it's the Rams. It, but it, it's his Rams. He knows what he knows. Those plays you can tell by heart. Yeah. By the way, shameless plug: uh, your Victory Monday and other Purple Daily swag available at scorenorth.com/shop. That's scorenorth.com/shop. Celebrating a Victory Monday on a Monday here, Monday Night Football. Dex, who's next on Vikings Vent Line? All right, let's go to a uh, big ant. From NC, big ants. What up, what up, up, fellas? Hey, big love ant. the show. Today was a rough day for me, so y'all, this dub definitely bring it home for me. So I appreciate it, and I appreciate you guys always posting those videos. They're, they're amazing. Um, but a quick thing, like they gave a shout out to our offensive line today. Like, what, what was that? Where does that come from? Um, that's a big one. That big score before halftime kind of changed the game for us. We needed that. Addison is a is a dog. Um, every time, I mean, I'm an offensive lineman at heart, but every time I look up, it's like Byron Murphy is getting cooked. Is it? Is it just me, or is he like, you shouldn't have a single digit number if you're going to be getting cooked every time they they turn to you on the TV. Um, and lastly, something that that that's going to shake the room. Can we trade uh, Alexander Madison for Dalvin Cook? Can we? Can we <laughs> some way can we get that back? But other than that, fellas, I love the show. I love everything you guys do, and keep rocking. Thank you, man. Hey, Big Ant from NC. Appreciate the kind words. Dude, we're just under 7,000 people here celebrating a Vikings win over the Niners. Uh, I, I would put this one above the Bills win just because the Bills one was a little fluky and that you needed Josh Allen to fumble on his own goal line for that game to continue. This was not fluky. This didn't need like a one-handed Justin Jefferson catch. It didn't need Brock Purdy to to fumble on a kneel down, basically. You just beat the 49ers tonight. Yeah, they were without Debo Samuel. Well, you were without Justin Jefferson. So I think that's the the bigger loss. Yes. Yes, that's all the same. Exactly right. And and San Francisco defensively actually surprised me because I didn't think that, that they played well. But again, credit to you, too. Like it, What the Vikings came out and did t- tonight can be seen one of two ways. It can be seen as the potential for they finally have their act together, and they're now going into a stretch in which five of the next six teams they play are below 500, starting with yeah. the Packers on Sunday. Or you can be somewhat frustrated and say, where was some of this previously? Like this team, this, I thought this offense was at a disadvantage against the San Francisco defense. And it was the exact opposite of that. This offense looked damn good. And that defense got picked apart. And that's a pretty good defense. So. All right. Who's next? Vikings vent line. Vikings beat the 49ers tonight. Vikings vent line here. Purple Daily YouTube channel go to chad next year hey chad what's up dude what's up guys uh watch the show every day coming to you from virginia uh kirk cousins uh you know a lot of times i agree with Mackie a lot where it doesn't look like he can string a whole lot of games together but if he can do what he did tonight for the rest of the year and maybe three games to the playoffs this you know he could take this team to a super bowl and win it uh do i think it's gonna happen probably not would I like to see it happen? Absolutely. But, uh, you know, I don't think we should keep Kirk Cousins for another year, but it was definitely, uh, you know, it would be good to see what happens in the future. Yeah, Chad, thanks for coming on, man. Um, the tantalizing thing is 
They just did it against the best team in the NFC and maybe mm-hmm. the best team in the NFL. They like they just did it. They can they can play that way against the best teams in the NFL. Can they do it week after week? Can they keep digging themselves out of this hole? Because now it's like with the losses that have piled up, you can't afford now on a short week to come back and then the cough went up against the Packers. Like you gotta you gotta keep mowing through this schedule. You can't have a letdown game here or lose two out of three. Like you need to leverage this as a springboard. You might as well go now, right? Like this game wasn't supposed to be a win necessarily on paper. So go. Oh, you're not making. Yeah. Uh, And, and now get this after what transpired on Sunday, including the Lions getting their asses kicked by Baltimore, the Vikings are two games back of first place. And the conference is wide open. That's the other thing, too. I I think the Vikings probably sat down and watched football on Sunday and were like, we're still in this thing. Like this conference, look at the bottom. Like if you don't win the division, um, the bottom seeds for the wild card are wide open. Like so, so with the schedule upcoming now, post San Francisco, and with where the Vikings stand in, in a division uh, in which the Packers look like a complete mess, you know the Bears won, but you don't take them seriously. And if Detroit's going to flounder a bit now, that's the thing. Like it's incredible, but but you know, and it, depending on what you want for the Vikings, this actually might frustrate you. But the reality is this: you're right back in this thing if you can now just go on a run. Yeah, the, right the situation back. is a lot different than it was 48 hours ago because of some of the things you just said. And people laughed at us last week. I, I think, Dex, you you were off. Phil and I did a whole show that Phil, Phil mandated I do, and I jumped on board. How can the Vikings get to, what, nine wins? Mm-hmm. And we both said they're going to lose to San Francisco, and they can still get to nine wins. So That's the funny well, thing. Hmm? We have the path to 10 now. We just did a blueprint watch, now. Go, go watch the episode we just did, but add another win. Let's keep it rocking here. Uh, Vikings Ventline Purple Daily YouTube channel presented by Quick Trip. Let's go to Jack next year. What's up, Jack? You're on Ventline. Good evening, gentlemen. How are we doing? What's going on, dude? I'm doing swell. I got to admit, I came into this uh, pro uh, opportunity to draft next year. Uh, but I did say earlier, I was like, I'll, vo- I'll root for him tonight just because, uh, you know, big game, all that fun stuff. And now they, they, they blew it out of the water. My initial thought process was this was the team that I expected back against, uh, Tampa Bay, you know, this style, right. Uh, the creative play calling, right. We had a couple fun play calls there. Mm-hmm. This is what I've been waiting for. Uh, the other thing, too, I've seen the term thrown around other media, a jag, just a guy. Yeah. It was super exciting to me because it reminded me of like the way Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes or some of these other great quarterbacks like Peyton Manning or Favre and Rogers just across the state border turned just a guy, jag, an acronym, just a guy, turned them into these big playmakers. Brandon Powell tonight. I mean, where where was this? You know, this is why this is what we've been waiting for. So that was super exciting for me. Uh, that was the main thing I wanted to just point out. And then now that we we've seen the video, how to get to nine wins, and now we've got that first win. If the Vikings can make this small sample size tonight sustainable, man, I'm looking at the next couple of games coming up here, starting with the Packers in six days coming off that ugly, ugly game in Denver, it's starting to look like a juicy T-bone steak to me. Oh, wow. I'm, I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah. I was all like Football. Caleb Williams, 
Drake May. Don't let your guard down, though. Don't don't let your guard down now. Don't do it. You're You're telling me. Be quiet. Don't let your guard down. No, not tonight, guys. But don't let your guard down. No, no, no. You want to take off. Steak. We got to think about it, though. Even without JJ, I mean, is this something to talk about now? You know, yes. You look at these Absolutely. next three, four games. You know, we were talking about how can we maximize on the opportunity for next year. But now we might have to do. We, I'm not saying, not telling you what to do, but we might need another video of that how to get to 10 wins maybe it's how to get to 11 <gasps> wow how about how to get to 12 how we to might get back need that we might need 13 that. wins come on take it week to, you got to take it one game at a time no come PJ. on man you got to do it no one game at a time well, it's green bay championship it's and it's now, green bay championship week next week six days six days Yep. Yeah, yeah, and there's also enjoy the, this the, one tonight. There's, there's the pesky stat too about playing the 49ers. It's a short yeah. week, so this is it's kind of a trap game almost, even though it's the Packers, right? This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts, or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. So let's keep it. By the way, thank you guys. You've helped us get over 7,000 people here live on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. It's insane. Thank you for clicking that subscribe button and the like button here. Daily Vikings Entertainment. Vikings Ventline rolls on here. Dex, who's next? Let's go to Cam next year what's up cam what's going on guys uh Yo, big dude. fan of the show uh calling you from colorado uh and the vikings come to town in a few weeks and i know on one of your predictions you guys said that game gets moved out of prime time i'm praying it doesn't i'm praying that we just win these next few games and it's me against all these bronco fans but uh appreciate what you guys do um you know i it, it's it's very interesting it's very if you look at last year's season, uh, it's very Kevin O'Connell team-like to make the uh, season this interesting, isn't it? I mean, last year, 11-0 one-score games, got to 13 games, but nobody believed us. Sadly, they were right. <laughs> but mm-hmm. this year, it's, you know, starting rough, uh, getting to three and four. And, man, I think it's one of those seasons where you just got to enjoy the wins. Because who knows, like uh, last season, we got smacked by the Packers, right? It was, oh, Rodgers, man, I'm glad he's gone. Uh, but this season, you know, I, I, we saw our potential, right? We saw it, and O-line didn't allow a sack. How about that? That's insane, man. Like, that's if you were told me against the Niners to write this down, they don't get sacked. Uh, Kirk doesn't get sacked once. I would have called you a liar because – uh, it, it's just insane, but this seems to be one of those seasons like the, I think was it last year, the Niners started 0 and 5 and then they won like the rest of their, their games. Right. And then the lions also started one and six last year and then they made it almost to the playoffs. Right. And that just seems to what has to happen this year for us. Um, and I'm excited to watch it. You know, I'm not a, I'm cousins is a roller coaster for me, just like the Vikings are every year, but, uh, if you can stay poised like that, man, who knows what we can do. And 
My last shout out is uh, last weekend. You guys talked about uh, the Bears quarterback who played D2 football. Uh, I played D2 football at Colorado State in Pueblo, and we actually won the national championship. I just want to give some D2 love out there real quick. Look at that ring, dude. Look at the the D2 ring budget. That's a nice ring. Yeah, they – Love it. Man, they, they show some love uh, for us D2 as well. But appreciate you guys a lot. Thanks for having me on and uh, Skull Vikes. And can't wait to see what happens next weekend. Awesome, man. Cam, thanks, thanks man. for coming on here. Vikings Ventline presented by uh, Quick Trip here. Let's keep it rocking here, Dex. Who do we got next? All right, let's go to Matt next here. Matt, what's up, dude? Matt, you're muted, it looks like, on your end. Let's see here. How about now? There we go. Yeah, dude. All right. Uh, first of all, thank you guys for letting me on the show. I've been watching you guys for like two years. You guys are awesome. Make great content. Thanks, man. But the first thing I want to say is give the man his chains. He absolutely deserved it tonight. He absolutely you like balled out. The top we 10 QB that chain. That's a new That's a new one there. Yes, it's it's awesome. Um, But first thing, like this offensive line is legit. And it showed tonight. I didn't even believe it before this week, but Man, I can't watch. I can't wait to watch Purple Daily with um with Boone because the film review is going to be awesome. Darisaw was putting Bosa on his butt, man. It was absolutely fun to watch. Um, the schedule beyond this is not too bad. I mean, it's reasonable that this this team could win a couple more games, maybe sneak into the playoff, maybe win the division. Who knows? Yeah. But but a couple of nitpicks. Declan, your guy, Greg Joseph, was not it today. He Missed the 50-yarder, missed the extra point, was not helping the team out. And this red zone offense has been really lacking. I mean, two to three trips down to the red zone, you can't cash in a touchdown. If you want to be a good, great, elite team, you've got to cash in those touchdowns. But other than that, great game. Jordan Addison, phenomenal. I don't know how Kevin O'Connell can say that he's not the wide receiver receiver two after this game, but just great. Appreciate you guys. Dude, thank you so much, Matt. Appreciate you. Coming on here. And by the way, he was asking about Booney. So I was just digging through, uh, just reading Boone text during the game here. So he pl- obviously like played the bulk of his career with the 49ers and then played a year and a half or whatever with the Vikings. And he is like, he's very mad at himself that he didn't go to the game. I'll just summarize it that way. He's really? Like, I am an effing moron. And it's my son's favorite team. Why did I not get tickets? Come on, Boone. I'm going to fire Boone. I'm going to fire should, Boone and dude. his dad, I think. So Booney's going to, it sounds like we're going to do film with Booney trenches on Wednesday morning, Purple Daily. So we'll get that out like middle of the day on Wednesday. Tomorrow we're going to be live at nine o'clock in the morning for our day after Vikings game live stream. And then some other goodies throughout the day posted to the Purple Daily podcast feed and youtube channel who do we got next year declan uh let's go to el hasarino hey guys how's it going i freaking love you guys oh you better believe it yeah (laughs) yeah yeah brother yeah i'm here in denver right now and my girlfriend's running away right now because she's a denver fan Uh (laughs) come over here real quick yeah get over here uh-oh, potential Sunday yeah, night clash in a few hey guys. Weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I've become a Vikings fan. I want you all to be good. I want Kirk to be good. So, hey, we're having some rough We're having some rough football this year. Hey, yeah, well, I think Vikings fans uh, appreciate the assist from the Broncos this weekend. Appreciate that Packers win. Yeah, absolutely. 
And do you guys smell that? It smells like fear. Fear. The <laughs> NFC North is scared of the Vikings right now. Let me tell you. We they are coming right now. We just took down and don't hey, don't deny me right now. Every one of you picked the San Francisco 49ers to be one of the dominant teams. And we had the best running back in the NFL, and they're no longer around. He's no longer around. Like, what the hell? Sorry. But honestly, like, we just took them down a notch. And now we got Denver coming up. And I'm sorry, but uh, can't hack it. Sorry, buddy. Uh, Sean Payton. Like, we, we're going to take them out. No, nope, I'm not going to worry about them. But we're going to just roll through the rest of the year. Don't worry about that. Let's everybody, let's go. Let's go. Let's Love go. you guys. Right Thank now. you. Skull, baby. Skull. Love it, dude. Dude, the air hits different out there in Denver. The air hits different. <laughs> a lot of things, a lot of things hit different out there. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> There's a lot of things out there. Oh, you know, things hit good. different at Quick Trip, too, Judd. Okay, just the the air is different. The snacks are different. The yep. ga- everything yep, yep. in a good way. There, there also is an opportunity to win from Quick Trip with what they are calling the Vikings opening drive, which I guarantee you, for you, could be more successful than the Vikings opening drives have been this year. Here's the deal. Purchase any Pothole Pizza or 20-ounce Pepsi Cola product with Quick Rewards to enter. Purchase both products together with Quick Rewards, and you get 10 bonus entries. One weekly winner will receive a $10 gift card for every yard gained during the Vikings opening drive. If the Vikings score a field goal on the opening drive, don't miss Greg Joseph. The winner will earn an additional $500 Quick Trip gift card. If the Vikings score a touchdown on that drive, they will earn an additional $1,000 Quick Trip gift card weekly winners have a chance to win up to two thousand bucks in quick trip gift cards uh, all weekly winners will also be entered for a chance to win a grand prize a pair of uh, 2024-25 season tickets free fuel for a year from quick trip a total value of five thousand five hundred dollars just go to quicktrip.com slash sweepstakes for full details the vikings opening drive again i assure you you can be more successful perhaps than they have been, but tonight it didn't matter. Dude, we appreciate Quick Trip jumping on here, presenting Purple Daily and Vikings Vantland. Also, a shout out to our friends who are powering our dogs, Nutrisource and NutrisourcePetFoods.com. Okay, Maya. Uh, so Maya had her dinner and then kind of passed out there during the first half, and then kind of just mm-hmm. like stayed asleep throughout the game because she sleeps like sixteen to seventeen hours a day. But uh, when she's awake. She's always on alert for Nutrisource, her favorite food, her favorite treats, Judd. It's great times at the Mackey House. Stella Stella is the same exact way. In fact, she not only loves the food, but she also loves it when she comes inside and gets a treat. And it, of course, is always um, the Nutrisource training rewards treats that Stella loves. And I know that uh, the Vinster also, Declan, loves his treats. Yeah, I don't know if it's uh, the the euphoria of a Vikings win, but he's still outside the door, just like, you know, hey, where are those Nutrisource treats at? Let's uh, let, let's get after it here. I want more Nutrisource treats after a great Vikings win. Yeah. Nutrisource pet foods. Sorry, I did meet a Judd because there's reporters just uh, uh, screaming in the background. Uh, NutrisourcePetFoods.com. That's NutrisourcePetFoods.com. Let's keep it rocking here on Vikings Ventline Purple Daily YouTube channel. All right. Brock. Hey. What's up, Brock? What's Brock. up? What's going on, dude? Nothing much. Um, uh, I put this on about four o'clock. I thought I'd bring some good juju. I went to the uh, it was the Cardinals game. The uh, Josh Allen, uh, 
what is it, Ring of Honor induction it was? Yes, last year. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That had been good juju, and it did. Um, also, I first off just wanted to shout out uh, Surly. This is a kind of limited edition, so I don't know if people are going to be able to get this. Surly wet. This weekend. But, um, but yeah, got my Surly uh, glass, too. Oh, listen to this um, pour. Yeah. It's a beautiful pour, right? You know, now. it's a 12-ounce... It's a 12 ounce uh, glass, but it's a 16 ounce can, so it might not work out too well. But just keep pouring it, man. Just, yeah, just keep. Yeah. Can you, well, can you drink out of the side night. while yeah. you keep pouring? Yeah. Actually, it's that I'm type of night. You know what? You do what you got to do. Yeah, I don't have much to say really. Uh, I'm a lot uh, two year listener, so uh, been listening to you guys a lot. I agree with a lot of your takes, um, but I honestly just wanted to shout out Surly and my. Oh, I do have an. Everybody's been saying it so far, but um, I think a good hottest take for tomorrow might be uh, Vikings are going to win the NFC North. I feel like that maybe you could add somebody could add a little bit to that. Oh, you might have just taken Dex's uh, hottest take. There. It's okay, Dex. <laughs> but I don't know. I agree with. Uh, I don't know. I, I, before this game, I really uh, honestly wanted. I was kind of with you. I wanted to lose to uh, the Bears. I was ready to tank. Um, not tank. Sorry, we don't use tank anymore. Uh, I was yeah, ready. You were ready to lean into the opportunity yeah, to yeah, make yeah, the team yeah. better in the future. Yes. Yeah, I was ready for that. But this game, like, we could have beat the Niners by what? Like, with those, we could have scored two more touchdowns. Like, it could have been, like, a pretty decisive win. So, I don't know. I think we we looked really good. So, I don't know. I'm kind of back on the train now. So, um, yeah. I don't know. That's all I really got to say. Thanks for having me on. Awesome, man. Brock, thanks, thanks for the, the kind words. Enjoy your surly tonight. Who's next on Vikings event line, Declan? Uh, yeah, let's go next to Jacob here. Jacob, what's up, dude? Uh, Jacob, you're m- muted. You just got to unmute yourself. There you go. There we go. Oh, no. Oh, I think he might be frozen now. Right. Oh, we'll, we'll go back okay. to him. We'll go back to him. Let's go to, is it, uh, is it Young Pug? Young Pug. What's up, gentlemen? Thanks what's up, Young me. Pug? Love you guys. Been a long time listener. First things first. Cheers out of the skull horn. Let's go. Not a surly because I'm in Michigan, unfortunately, but love that. A couple quick things here. Uh, Ezra Cleveland probably shouldn't see the field for the Vikings again unless uh, uh, Reasoner gets hurt because, you know, no sacks. Got to have that. So maybe trade him for, you know, some some draft capital in the back end. Uh, So love that. I think Akers and Chandler should just be the backfield now. Madison is. Pretty much useless, if you ask me. Uh, Addison's a dog. Uh, and then last last thing I got here, I'll go quick. Got a little inside. One of my buddies uh, might be related to Kirk's agent. So oh, I texted him after the game. I said, sign the extension tomorrow. He said he told his dad, and his dad just laughed. So I don't know what that means. Oh, I think it means something's close something's, or not. I don't know. Something's brewing. Hey, skull. Nope. His dad boys. laughed because in Thanks, March, friend. in March, Kirk's going to get rich now. That's why you laughed. He's going to get someone else to, I mean, come on. Kirk's, you know, this performance tonight, national TV, national TV Kirk has not always been good, but this performance sets Kirk up in March to say, hey, did you guys see me play San Francisco? Dude, I think he's five and three, or I should say they are five and three in the last eight primetime games in which Kirk Cousins has started. So a trend that was really bad early in his career, and he didn't play terribly in all of those losses, but just like he hasn't necessarily played amazingly in all the wins, but the narrative needs to start to change when it comes to Kirk in some of these primetime games. Of course, like these some of the standalone games, even like the 330 game against uh, the Cowboys last year, that wasn't a primetime game, but it's a national window, and the, the perception lingers when you perform poorly in those games. But he's been 
He's been holding his own here. Who's next on Vikings Vent Line Dex? All right, we'll go to Campbell next here, and then different Jack. If you want to turn your camera on, we will pop you on uh, the next caller. But Campbell, what's Campbell. up, buddy? Hey guys, how's it going? Good, man. You got uh, the chains on right now? Yeah, man, I was trying to hide it, but I had to pull him out. I had to pull him out because Kirko did his thing tonight. Um, yeah, I've just been a big fan of y'all for a little while. Uh, big Wolves and Wild fan. I don't know if you can see it behind me, but. Oh, I saw some, oh, some Quavo. Oh, oh, some Quavo stuff. Mm. stuff here. Uh, yeah, I just think the two-score lead that we jumped out to early really set the tone for the game. Um, in a lot of the games this year, it just seemed like the other team scored first, and then it's kind of like playing from behind. It's kind of like the Wild, you know, playing from behind, and then it's like, you know, just uh, lowers their chances of doing well. Um and if you look at like the rest, the earlier games, you know, we've held our own against real good teams like the Chiefs and the Eagles. You know, we didn't win those games, but they weren't necessarily blowouts. And now we beat the Niners. So, yeah, I mean, you start to stack it up. Thank you, Campbell. With your chains. When you start to stack it up, man, like they've been in every game or they've won, right? Now, this is their first impressive win of the season when you just look at the opposing records. But it starts to tell a story that, and I've been trying to tell you guys this story, but obviously, like, when they keep losing and turning the ball over, when you look at some of the process, the yardage, the analytics, this team is so much better than their record. But tonight, they validated it on the field. Uh, but it, the, the season doesn't end between week seven and week eight. You have to stockpile wins and keep going here, right? Absolutely, yeah. And you also, like, the, the one thing that I came away with from tonight is ordinarily you need to score in the red zone like that's that's one of the biggest things is san francisco didn't play great but like if that's a playoff game you've got to turn those potential three points into seven like you're at the two yard line you've got to score but yes this was this was about as good of game or no not about as good this is as good of game because keep, keep in mind their two previous wins going into tonight came against two teams that had combined one win before Chicago beat um, the Raiders. So, yeah, but they're, they, you know, I think we talked about this this morning, too. As you watch those games on Sunday, especially in this conference, it does occur to you that there's an opportunity here that I don't know if it's there every single year, but it's certainly here now. And so, you know, two games back of D- Detroit. And here's my question, too. Are the Lions now going to, rebound absolutely fine hunky dory from that loss or is that loss going to throw them i mean that was a brutal loss that that was not a oh my god we lost by a touchdown at baltimore too bad they're good that was a you got your ass kicked loss yeah it was uh there's a lot of questions the, i still think the lions are a pretty badass team that's going to be double digit wins by the end of the year and you're going to have to deal with them but um yeah i mean them getting smoked and you beating the 49ers definitely makes you take a step back and sort of look at the landscape here. So, all right, Dex, who do we got next? Uh, let's go to Mike next year. Hey, what's up, Mike? Hey, guys, how are you? What up, Good, dude? dude? So, this this I looked at as Jordan Addison's breakout game. And so I was just sitting here in the queue thinking about what happens when Justin Jefferson gets back. Like, I feel like before before the injury, and even, even the first game when we, he was uh, hurt, they didn't really use Jordan Addison a ton. Today, they they designed a lot of the plays around him like they do for Justin, and it worked really well. 
And I'm super curious to see how what it looks like uh, when JJ returns, hopefully soon. Because if Jordan Addison is playing like this, when he comes back, it's, it's going to be fun. Um, I still don't trust KJ Osborne, and I still don't trust Alexander Madison. I would rather see Powell or um, Tristan, Tristan oh. Jackson even. Like anybody at this point for me for kj like i think i've seen enough for me personally i i I know who he is but uh yeah really excited for some of these other young receivers but yeah mike that's all yeah thanks for coming on judd i mean you kind of you circled brandon powell during the offseason workouts and training camp and now that he's gotten a little bit more run here with jefferson's injury I'm not saying you completely dismiss KJ Osborne from the equation because Osborne can block a little bit on the edge better than Jordan Addison. Like you need a rotation here, especially yeah. with JJ out. But Brandon Powell adds an element, man. Like that dude, he can do things on jet sweeps. He can catch passes and kind of find the the soft spot in zones. He's a good player. Mm-hmm. He does the type of things, and I, I think it's in part because he comes from the Rams and knows what McVay slash O'Connell want to do. Mm-hmm. He does the things that I think uh, a year ago O'Connell wanted Rager to do, and he could do occasionally, but he couldn't do consistently, and he screwed up. Um, but, you know, I think that this is, to, to, uh, to the previous point about when Jefferson comes back, this is really on O'Connell. Like, this is on O'Connell to get creative. Like, tonight we saw some creative things. It was almost like he, he was trying to, and, and he did, impress Shanahan because they're boys and they both, you know, are offensive guys. Um, but he did a good job of that. And so it's my opinion, like, this doesn't have nearly as much to do with Jefferson or Addison as it does with the coach and the play calling and Kirk. Uh, but I can't tell you how absolutely delighted I, I was to see that first touchdown pass that Addison caught go to him. Like, that's my thing is this whole thing, and I keep going back to it, but this whole I don't know if it's O'Connell, if it's Kirk. Kirk talks about it a lot. But this whole, well, he was the open guy, so I threw to him. I mean, do you realize that some of these guys are just beyond talented? Like, they're God-given ability to catch a football. So, like, you know what, dude? It's great if you have KJ o- open. And and I'm not saying you should never is, throw dude, him this is a this is a bit of a football. wild take to not throw to an open wide receiver, though. I feel like you've no, taken this take a step too no, far. But no, some, but sometimes he's – no, no, no. Sometimes he's trying to force plays, though, two guys when, when – when he's got uh, Addison and Jefferson can do things that the rest of this group can't do. And today we also saw, and this was huge, huge, huge. What we saw tonight was for the first time this season, Hawkinson and Cousins had their uh, chemistry back, mm-hmm. which is what I've been harping on, which they didn't have. So like all of these previous passes that the timing wasn't right and what's going on with them. Well, it was going to take time because TJ Hawkinson didn't participate in training camp when it mattered most. So like that came back tonight. Um, but between O'Connell and Cousins, what they need to do is they need to focus on the guys who can make plays. And KJ can make some plays, but this reliance on, well, he's open too. And so he's come on now. Jordan, well, the- Jordan tonight showed he is he is special. Justin Jefferson is special. KJ Osborne can do things well, but he is not a special talent. Yeah. Remember last week we highlighted of the 49 touches and targets offensively, Alexander Madison had 25 of the 49. It was 25 for Madison 
24 for everybody else combined. Tonight, the distribution was much more what you would expect, right? right. It started out. So yeah. Cam Akers actually wound up with, let's see here, 13 total targets and touches. And then Hawkinson had the 12 targets. Addison had the 10. Madison was in the mix with 10 or 11. So it was much more distributed to your playmaking uh, threats than just, well, Alexander Madison's a safety blanket, right? So let's mm-hmm. keep a rock. Scott, still over 6,000 people hanging out with us late on a Monday here on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Please click that subscribe button and the like button and to help us keep growing this amazing community of Vikings fans. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolged from U.S. Bank Stadium, our executive producer, Declan Goff, and who's next? Patrick from oh, Virginia. Man. Hey, guys. I can't believe I made it on. Um, I'll try to be quick. Um, I've been a Vikings fan since 1998. Um, very excited to see something like this happen. Um, could not believe that they beat the Niners, and my dad is a huge Niners fan. So uh, it was nice texting him after the game. He's um, more of a Giants fan than he is a Niners fan, so he was, you know, pretty friendly about it afterwards. Um, my dog is trying to get in the shot here. Oh um, yeah, who who do we got there? Who's your dog? Millie. Millie. Yeah, Millie, a girl she, or a boy? She? She's a girl. She's who's sweet. a good girl? Oh, oh, Millie. Oh, girl. look at that. Oh, look at that cutie. Her little, her little coat. <laughs> um, I know we're probably not going anywhere this season, but my wife and I were at uh, the only Vikings bar in the area in 2017 during the uh, championship. And it was an amazing place to be at for the first 20-ish minutes, and then it was pretty silent after that, and it was a little bit rough to be around. Um, yeah. But this <laughs> yeah. this was a good night. Um, I'm usually at work during games, so I actually got to watch this one. And it was pretty fantastic. Um, so just uh, glad to be on. Thanks for getting me on. You guys can get to the next person. Um, Dude, thanks so for coming night. on. Say, say hi to Millie again for us. Love ourselves some some dogs on camera. Uh, we should also shout out the uh, Cook County Vikings Club in Chicago, mm-hmm. which rattled off a uh, or raffled off a Before I Die T-shirt. We have photo evidence of a Vikings bar in Chicago tonight too. So if anyone's there watching Vikings Ventline right now, we appreciate you guys. Yeah, I think people like send us. There's Vikings bars all around the country too. So send us photos if you have the ability to. Jump on Ventline. If you send something to Declan early on and say, hey, we got a group of people at this Vikings bar, we'll try to get you on for uh, for future notice here. So who's next? All right, let's go to Jack here. Jack, what's up, dude? You're on Ventline. How's it going, guys? Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you, man. Perfect. Good. Oh, we exercised some demons tonight. This was the absolute opposite of our entire season so far. We had a positive turnover differential. Uh, no fumbles specifically. Uh, no mistakes period. No sacks. Um, the only thing that bugs me is what's going on in the red zone, because when we had two failed quarterback sneaks, uh, I mean, Fred Warren is an animal, and he's a great linebacker, but you even got one back with the second uh, with the penalty, and you got your second down back, and you still couldn't punch it in. Um, I also think I saw a stat that that was the first time we scored in the first quarter. First touchdown for sure, right, in the first quarter? It's the first time someone has, has taken a lead on San Francisco to start a game, too. Okay. Or like, like, like jumped out first in front of San Francisco. 
Sure, sure, sure. Well, we still scored the first quarter versus, you know, just going three and out or, you know, coughing. I mean, we did cough it up, but then <laughs> <laughs> we, still came, we still came back. But um, last thing is, uh, I don't know what's going on. If we need to get um, some guys with orange slices or bananas or something. For the cramps, the- yeah. Jordan Addison having to go to the locker room to get some cramps taken care of. I mean, just. I, I think he. Yeah. I, I think they pumped him full of fluids. And if, if you recall, there was a game earlier this season in this building where Justin Jefferson, before he got hurt with a hamstring, had, had the same exact thing cramped up as well. So, and I think Hawkinson cramped up. So he, he did definitely hurt his foot or ankle. Uh, came back from that. But before that, I think it was in the first half, he cramped up too. So it, yeah. it must have been hot down there or something because that that was a lot of guys cramping up for one game i thought yeah yeah i think we're losing losing audio but appreciate you coming on here um hey before we uh get to a few more vikings fans here judd tell the audience about ugly deck okay you know if you've got uh if you got an ugly deck or a deck you want to fix we have friends for you and th- those friends can make your Ugly Deck a beautiful deck. UglyDeck.com right now offering a Reserve My Deck Package Now special that will have you dancing on your new deck because um, if you want to build a deck in the spring and save huge money, Ugly Deck's going to help you do that. Now, this is only for a limited number of customers who re- reserve their deck package now. UglyDeck.com offering up to $1,000 off a full deck package plus locked in 2023 pricing. UglyDeck.com will deliver your deck package to your drive by May 1st of 2024, and you will save as much as 10 grand. That's right, 10 Ooh. grand on your deck build. Remember, with Ugly Deck, you get free plants, a free coach. It's sort of like a, a coordinator, a position coach, access to their online deck build academy, and they will install your footings and ledger. You do the rest and save. Uglydeck.com. Go there, click on reserve my deck package now, and you will have a beautiful deck next spring. Real quick, a few fun stats from this game. Kirk Cousins throws for 378 yards, eight and a half yards per attempt. The two touchdowns and the one interception to start the game. Kind of a 50-50 ball. I mean, it was a tight window. You know, you want him to be aggressive. He he did the same thing at the end of the first half, and Addison ripped it away and scored a 60-yard touchdown. Not sacked one time, as has been pointed out earlier in this show, against a great defensive front. Uh, Jordan Addison, seven catches for a buck 24, two touchdowns, biggest game of his career. TJ Hawkinson, 11 catches for 86 yards. Brandon Powell, four for 64. And on the team side of things, the Vikings outgained the 49ers 6.8 yards per play to 6.1 yards per play. It's almost a full yard per play. Uh, To average almost seven yards per play against that 49ers team is incredible. It's a very impressive performance from coaching all the way down to quarterback play, offensive line, everything. I was really surprised um, that San Francisco never, ever was able, it seemed, to stop the the uh, passing game in the middle of the field, like on crossing routes. Like at some point in time, I, I thought, my God, they're, they're going to like start to jump these routes or something. And they really didn't. I, and, and for a team playing without Jefferson, it was impressive. But yeah, I think my biggest t- takeaway uh, is the fact that this game, you know, we, we've all said from previous games that Jordan Addison looked like a player. Like there was nothing about his play where where you were like, yeah, he looks pretty green, right? Or he's not running the right route. Like everything that we saw said this guy can really play. 
And tonight, without uh, Justin Jefferson playing, like he showed it. Like he's a primetime player. Like they have two what I would consider to be very good, in Jefferson's case, probably phenomenal targets for Kirk. Uh, this, by the way, is Vikings Ventline. If you're new, maybe you, you were looking for a place to celebrate this win tonight and you found us for the first time, thank you. Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment, Vikings Ventline is our post-game show, and we try to make it the most fan-friendly, interactive show in all of Minnesota sports. So let's keep it rocking here, Declan. Who's next? Let's go to Danilo next. Danilo, what's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, dude. Just want to say I was the one that made that comment saying, Judge, you got to go talk to KOC. You got to ask the questions, man. Because I, you were the reason I became a Vikings fan. I grew up in Minnesota and I grew up reading actually some of the articles you wrote. And so, oh, you're awesome. it just, yeah, it just seems like people don't ask the real questions. And so it was nice to hear your voice during the uh, summertime and springtime when they were out there. So good to hear. Appreciate uh, that. I'm going to be that guy. I'm back in Judley here on this one. Before I die is more important. Uh, I hate to say it, but the stock could not be any higher right now after what uh, Daniil Hunter did, um, what uh, some of our other players did. I think it's really the thing we got to look at is how do we obtain one before we die? And the answer is not through Kirk Cousins. I'm going to be honest. Right now, we're all excited, which is great. But I think when you go back and look at it, I think without amazing receivers, Kirk Cousins is going to be in trouble. And I think we saw that. I mean, Addison made some amazing catches. Hawkinson decided to show up. So, you know, but I'll still give Kirk his flowers. He had to throw the ball. But let's just keep it honest. Secondly, Flores, come on, man. Come on, man. We got to give it up to Flores already. He was, I mean, he dialed it I mean, he was the man. So let me just say hi for Joe here, my other Vikings fan. We're calling from Appleton, Wisconsin. Rocking oh, the awesome. Vikings up here, making sure all the Packer fans know they're still number two. So, <laughs> talk to you guys later. Awesome, man. Danilo, thanks for coming thanks, on man. here. Thank you. From uh, enemy territory, where that's where the that's where road teams stay down the road when they're playing the Packers, I think, in Appleton. So, let's keep it going here on Vikings Vent Line, Purple Daily YouTube channel. Let's try Jacob again here. Jacob, oh, what's up? Can you guys dude? hear me now? Yeah, yes. dude, we got you. Oh, finally. Okay. I mean, as like disastrous as the season has started with KOC. And for right for right reason, I mean, we got to give him his flowers um, just to go with the back against the wall against the top defense without your number one wide receiver to put up that many points to make Nick Bosa, Javon Hargrave, Eric Armstead, Drake Jackson, even to make them basically non-factors. I think he definitely deserves his flowers. I think it's just a matter of if we can see that consistent enough, we've really only seen that kind of coach game from him maybe three times I can think of Packers bills where they were in their game the entire time. But yeah, I mean, this is a really good sign. I think Um, I've always thought Addison was the best wide receiver in the class. And there's no reason he, after this game, he shouldn't be the wide receiver too, or should be getting the targets. So, I mean, I just had some questions for you guys. I mean, all the time we've been talking about if they lose the game, they lost against the Bears, the Niners for sure tonight, that they'd be fire selling some players like Daniil, Jordan Hicks, um, players like that. Do you guys maybe think they're going to try to trade for some star players? We've seen some Ooh. Jonathan Allen talks, how he's kind of upset over there in Washington, or there's was a little bit ago where um, DeForest Buckner kind of requested a trade, but that kind of went under the radar, but. I mean, yeah, that's all I had, honestly. This um, amazingly coached game by KOC. 
Um, even without JJ, I mean, this is a uh, we. This is something we've been wanting. We've all expected this from this team, and we've. It wasn't a matter of that they couldn't do it. We knew they can do it. It's just that a matter of time that can they put it together and stop beating themselves. But that's all I have. I'm a really fan of you guys, but thank you for the good content. And yeah. Thank you, man. And I think Thanks, that's, Jacob. so you posed a great question there, Jacob, about let's say they beat the Packers, which is what the day, two days before the trade deadline. Now you're, now you're four and four. Do you buy at the trade deadline? Like that's something to be fleshed out maybe over the next week or so. Yeah, I think that would be a, a completely separate show because, like, I mean, that's juicy. Do you pivot from potentially selling to buying, or do, <laughs> do you do what the twin, or do you do what the twins did, which is which is to say, we're not going to give up assets that we have, but we will just let this thing ride, which is right now how I, I'm positive that that they're going to think, right? But like the magnitude of this game, it, it not only do you avoid going two and five. Even in a close loss where you feel like, God, we're right there, just like we were against the Chiefs. Like at the end of the day, you're you're two and five. Like you, you're just kind of running out of games, right? To to make a playoff run. Not only now are you not two and five, you're three and four. I think they're favored against the Packers at Lambeau Field this weekend, and they just did it against the 49ers. Like there's just it changes a lot of things, and there's a lot of different discussions to be had here throughout the week. Who's next as we hit the hour mark here on Vikings Ventline Purple Daily YouTube channel? Let's go to Reed. Reed, what's up, dude? Hey, dude. Hey, guys. How's it going? Been watching every day since the end of the 2021 season when I discovered you looking for someone to talk about Zimmer and it's over him at the time. Um, yeah, I just had a hot take, I think, come off this game. Maybe someone's heard, but I think the Jefferson injury was what the Vikings needed. You know, Jefferson's the man. So incredible. But I think for the Vikings to wake him up and get him moving as a team, and then especially for Addison, like to put him in the spotlight and let him really, you know, take off now when JJ comes back. I mean, you can't double both of them. It's going to be just, I mean, I think they're going to be almost unstoppable in the, in the air at that point with those two out there and stuff. So, yeah, Reed, I mean, good stuff. Well, thanks and, for the kind and, words and coming on, man. If Hawkinson's back to, to the guy that the Vikings got when they made the trade with Detroit last year, now you've got Hawkinson, Jefferson, Addison. Like, again, this is going to be – it's this really is going to come down far more to O'Connell and Kirk than it is th- these guys because the receivers are good. And so the question becomes then how, how do you deploy things? How do you scheme up things? But – He's exactly right. At some point in time, if you do it right, you know, if they're going to take away Jefferson, that's fine, but you're going to pay the price and the price is going to be, and this is what we've discussed for a long time now, the price is going to be throwing the passes that maybe previously went to Justin to Jordan or short to Hawkinson, if you do it right. Like, that's the thing. If you don't get it too, if you don't get in your own head, which I think play callers and quarterbacks can do at times. Back to the vent lines here, Declan. Let's go to Alex next. Alex, what's up, dude? Hey, guys. How's it going? Can you hear me all right? Yeah, we got yes. you, Alex. Perfect, man. So, yeah, it was a really great game. I think we all enjoyed it. There was a couple uh, main takeaways I wanted to talk about. So, first of all, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I, I think Kirk really has won me over, man. Um, like uh, like you guys were saying, he's, what, 5-3 and three in his last eight primetime games? Um mm-hmm. 
that's I don't know. Is it possible, guys? Is it possible? Hear me out. The man is aging like fine wine. Is he getting better as he gets older? I, yeah, he is. Yes, he's yeah. better. He's better than he was three years ago than he was five years ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, that's all I'm saying. And and I don't know. After seeing him tonight, I think the 49ers are the best team in the NFL. Give me three more years of Kirk, man. Give me two years, well, three years. Look at Alex. Get, you know, I'll take hot. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Alex, so you're going to get hired take. by Kirk's agency right now. Just, yeah. you know, <laughs> that's my man. Kirk take. The second main <laughs> one, man, our defense. And I've been saying this for a few weeks. My brother can attest to this. Uh, our defense is carrying our team. I think that our the Vikings defense this year is better than the Vikings offense. I picked them up on my in my fantasy league recently. They had two touchdowns in the past three weeks before tonight. Um, they've been playing really well. I think Flores is doing a great job. They came up with a lot of big stops tonight, held the 49ers to 17 points. I was looking at our schedule for this season. If we held all of our opponents to 17 points, we'd be 7-0 this year. Mm-hmm. And that's the best, one of the best offenses in the NFL. Uh, third main thing, and this is kind of a, a broader take, more abstract. It's about the idea of tanking. Okay, I know we've we don't talk um, leaning into the op- excuse me. Yes, that word that op- word has been banned on this show, sir, Alex. Yeah, you better clean yeah, it up. Yeah. yeah. Okay, banned on the show, leaning into the opportunity, right, of <laughs> next year's draft capital and such. But I think, man, at the end of the day, it, uh, you got to be in it to win it. So you know, get. I want to see us in the playoffs. You know, anything anything can happen on any given Sunday. You can go out there and beat the 49ers, which none of us were expecting. Um, so yeah, man, that, that's kind of my, my take is get me in the playoffs every year and I'd like to see what happens. All right, Alex, thanks for coming on here. Some, uh, some positivity on a positive night for the Vikings. He's right on the defense for sure. We, we probably don't talk about that enough, but what Brian Flores has done and we all knew the personnel wasn't that bad. Like, like Last year with Donatel, it looked so bad, but it's not that bad. Um, I, I still think that they lack definitely some beef in the middle of the line, although Jonathan Bullard impresses me a bit from time to time. a couple times tonight again. Mm-hmm. And and he's like there. He's the guy to me that, that occasionally in in the middle of the line as a defensive tackle will flash. But, in, but you know, Cam Bynum, two picks. Those safety packages, which mix up, you know, there, there were times again tonight where it was Theo Jackson, Metellus Bynum, and Harrison Smith. And so, like, what Brian Flores has brought here, creativity-wise, is so much more what we expected, right? Um, and, look, they're not perfect, and they definitely do have some holes. But that being said, I am exactly in lockstep with Brian Flores deserves a ton of credit. He better have got a game credit. ball tonight. I don't know. I haven't seen... Uh the list of guys who got a game ball, but Brian Flores deserved a game ball. I feel like tonight flustering. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, absolutely. And he threw some bad passes too, but that was because of, of what you just said. He's flustered. Yep. Yep. Let's keep rocking here. Vikings vent line, purple daily YouTube channel. A few more left. We'll go to Trevor next. Trevor, what's up, dude? Oh, Hey guys. I didn't expect to make it on. <laughs> Yo, dude. Welcome How's it going? In. Good. Man. I'm just a sm- I'm just a floating head in the void tonight. I got two kids sleeping inside and a wife. So, but it is spooky season. We got Kirk Tober coming to an end. The statistically more relevant Kirk Vember is upon us. So be excited for that. And I guess all I have to say is soon as a dog and I want to see more of them. Um, Like the other guy said, uh, I think we exercised some demons tonight. Um, When was the last time we beat the Niners at all? Well, 
The Niners, I don't <laughs> think, I don't, I feel like the Niners haven't won in Minnesota in like, was it since like 1992? So it does happen yeah, they, when they come They don't win here. here. They, Zimmer beat like we're here. always there. It's like the Eagles. We're always in yeah, Philadelphia. Yes, yes. And they don't win there. But I, yeah. I think that they, because Zimmer beat them here was about four, two, three years ago? Four years ago? I, well, they would but have been it's here not as bad as you they think. Have, they would have played them in 2020 yeah. with the divisions rotating, right? So it, the it's, playoff loss, fire, it's there. Yeah, the playoff loss rings true here. And that's been our problem. Um, I love to see this uh, the stepdad you don't like on the on the sideline vibe from Kirk that we get in these random games. These you like that games where he throws three hundred and eighty seven yards. Yeah, it was like three seventy eight. I think was the final total. Yeah, right. But if he can play like that and KOC can keep on yelling at people from the sidelines to get down at the right times, I think we can win some more games. But yeah, going leaving the trade deadline at four and four is kind of a nightmare situation for most Vikings fans because there's a lot of disappointment that can be ahead. So I'll leave you guys at that. Tra- <laughs> a little bit of pessimism. Yeah. Thank you, man. Tiptoe back into your house. Don't wake up the kids. Don't wake up your wife. My timeline right now on Twitter is just full of people wanting me to ask Judd about the Derisaw episode from last week. Yeah, because people did not, don't know this. I didn't say they should trade him. I said <laughs> I that I thought they might be getting calls about him. Well, people are but asking me, seeing... like, hey, Mackie, do you still want the Vikings to trade Darisa? First of all, nobody uh, said that they wanted it to happen. Yeah. And secondly, I fought yeah. the hypothetical in the moment, okay? So it, don't come after it was me. A, it was a conversation. As, as, my, as my dear now departed friend Sid Hartman used to say, the selective listeners out there, you don't listen. That's what it yeah. was selective listeners who heard that I said to trade him when I actually said, if you're getting calls about him, are you listening to the calls? And as our cohorts uh, on the old radio and on ESPN LA, Mason and Ireland always say on their show, entertain the premise. Entertain the premise. If someone throws out a premise, okay, let's let's entertain that for a little bit. Let's have a thorough discussion and see where we come out. That's, that's all it was. I mean, Judd started yeah. the discussion, okay? I just want people but, to be clear on that. Judd was the one that started the Derrissaw discussion. But I am, but by the way, too, I am all for outrage. I love it. I love the outrage. I mean, I, I'm, I'm also seeing a ton of comments about Kirk now and how we hate Apologize. Kirk so much. Apologize. And I just ranked him 11th listen, last week. I don't know what you want from me. I keep saying this. When Kirk does what I want, I like Kirk. When he doesn't, I don't like Kirk. I'm not loyal to Kirk. I'm not married to Kirk. I don't yeah, the, need to be loyal. The loyalty to him. is to the mission of this show, which is the Vikings winning exactly. the Super Bowl. And tonight's formula was like that is that is a great formula. And and but the season doesn't end right in now, week seven. Let's replicate it. And I'm going to tell you right now, the expectation after tonight for me personally shot way up. It should. Yeah, I mean the bar was high at the beginning. Go of the to Green season. Bay mm-hmm. and do this again. And don't tell me, well, it was tough. We were coming off a big. No, I want to see this now. Big boy, disappointed me before. Big boy game. Exactly. Right. This is like, this is my kid, the Vikings. So I'm telling you right now, show me again and again that you can do this. And then I might accept you. Go win not too, ugly probably in Green Bay. Dex, uh, who do we got here next? B, what's up, dude? You're on B. Vikings Vent Line. Hey, guys. Uh, love your guys' show. Just wanted to tell you that. Thanks for Thank all you, you do. Really appreciate your content. Um, yeah, just a couple things, man. I, that was just fun to watch, uh, you know, uh, appreciating not having such a disappointing uh, three hours to, to sit through. 
Uh, however, I want to know how many other people uh, gasped after the interception on the very first drive. Like, oh, my God. Like, again, like, are we doing this again? Are we going to fumble? Are we going to turn it up? Like, what are we doing? Um, but I'm really glad to see it uh, turn around. And, yeah, Kirk absolutely killed it. Um, he was playing on another level tonight. Um, Hawkinson d- decided to show up as well. Uh, yeah. he, he wanted to catch some balls, so that was cool. I think he was fired up, man. Like up, George Kittle is a good friend of his. The Iowa guys they work out in the off season, as was shown, you know, on the broadcast a couple times. And right. I think he wanted to show people, all right, George Kittle, I, I'm worth the money now that uh, that I am getting, and I'm gonna I'm gonna show out in front of my buddy George. Uh, he needed to. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad his ear infection finally, I think, uh, cleared up several weeks into the season here. So, yeah, I, I think his uh, equilibrium is all back in, in good order. So so that was good. Um, I did have a couple questions for you guys. Uh, so they showed O'Connell telling Hawkinson to go down at mm-hmm. some point. Is that just uh, par for the course if a player is is hurt on the field it's, like they just go it's down? So they don't it's so they don't get a delay of game. So like the okay. clock, if I'm if I remember right. The clock, I think, was running from 40, uh, the play clock from 40, or even if it reset at 25, but I think it was running from 40. And if it takes Hawkinson a half hour to get off the field, now now they got to run someone else in. The play clock's down to six, five, four. You're better off just going down and stopping the clock. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then just another thing for uh, O'Connell, a little gamesmanship or, or maybe just a, a heads-up thing by him telling the ref, hey, watch Addison on this play. Watch three, right, before the mm-hmm. – uh, pass interference on him so i don't know i just thought those were uh some some good moves by o'connell and we've seen you know some struggles i feel like with game management in the in the past few games or this season so that was good to see but uh yeah it's all i had i'll get i'll give you one more too as we say goodbye and thank you to be here at the end of the first half i don't know not to make this about like mike zimmer but we used to get so mad about mike zimmer kind of letting the clock run You'd rather have the ball at the end of a half, right? So if the Niners are driving and they're probably going to score, that's fine. But don't sit on your timeouts. And Kevin O'Connell called those timeouts to give themselves like a minute and change left before the end of the first half. And then bang, bang, bang. Now it looked like, because they weren't doing a very good job on the drive, it looked like they were just going to stall out near midfield. Uh, But like, Credit to Kevin O'Connell for calling timeouts and saying, hey, if you're going to score, that's fine, but we're going to get the last say in the half with a minute left and see if we can go back down and score. And that touchdown to Jordan Addison winds up being the game changer and the momentum changer going into halftime. Yeah, I, in fact, I, I was a little surprised that O'Connell, I don't think he called a uh, timeout on the when San Francisco got a first down, but then after the on the next one he did. So, but yeah, I'm, that play was such a huge play like because that was, play it was addison you, man it was 100 just... and and look i mean yes that yes kirk cousins we know he threw the pass so that was awesome but yeah that play was such a playmaker's play um and and there were a few moments tonight where you thought to yourself oh boy like you know the failure to score in the red zone or greg joseph's misses are going to come back to bite you in in the butt right but that was one of those plays where you're like "Ooh, this might be a special night yeah because it was just such a huge and and you know it wasn't just a big gain it was a 60 yard (laughs) touchdown 
And it was a special night. 22 to 17 Vikings beat perhaps the best team in the NFL without Justin Jefferson and without Debo Samuel. But I think it's a bigger loss for the Vikings to play that game without Justin Jefferson than the Niners. Big loss on both sides. But mm-hmm. man, that was just uh it's a conversation changing win with a week before the trade deadline with all these teams muddled in the NFC playoff picture. And so it'll be uh, interesting to see where this thing goes after when I said it at the beginning of the show, I think this was Kevin O'Connell's biggest win since taking over as Vikings head coach. There's been some memorable wins, the Buffalo win on the road last year. There's been some big wins, even the green Bay game to start off week one last year, but man to, uh, and, and by the way, the Niners were coming off their first loss of the season and they had the extra day just like the Vikings to prepare. And so they came in full of just anger and resentment. Our perfect season is gone. Let's go stick it to the Vikings. And the Vikings withstood those punches and punched back just as hard, if not harder. And so, um, yeah, that's a wrap, by the way, on um, on Vikings vent line here. Any final thoughts from you guys before we take a deep breath? take a nap and then come back for a nine o'clock central time live stream tomorrow morning. Offensive line was awesome. Offensive line. Kirk had a huge night. Obviously skill position guys had big nights, but I think it's time that we change our tune. And I know that there's still been a lot, despite what the PFF grades say a lot of, well, the offensive line, what are they going to do with the offensive line? Blah, blah, blah. With, with Reisner in there tonight and the current line, they have been playing. They played great. And keep, keep in mind, too, San Francisco's whole goal coming into games on both lines is to kick your butt. Like, they want to physically beat you up. They want to maul you. They want you to back down. And the offensive line did not back down. Um, that is an enormous step for for this line and for for us to change how we talk about that group. Because that group, for a long for it feels like for a long time now, has been getting handled pretty easily at times and starting with those two tackles, but also the interior guys, that was a damn impressive performance. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Dex, you hot takes tomorrow, man. Excited for some hot takes tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Our, our hottest Vikings takes to start yeah. that stream tomorrow for anyone That's who's right. new to the show tonight. Um, it won't be Greg Joseph related though. There will be no hot take Greg Joseph related. There's one okay. in the chamber. There's a bullet. There is a bullet. I, I I have a lot of bullets in chambers for hot takes tomorrow. I think I know where I'm oh. going, but no hot takes. It's going to be hard for you to cut them, but you're going to have to suggest that. Your your hot take will be Craig Joseph should be released this morning. That won't, that won't happen. Spoiler alert. That's not the case. That's not so, going to be the take? That, no. that won't okay. be the take. I, I would, that would be a hot take from you. It would be, it would be a hot take from me. It would be. But to just pull uh, a 180 from week to week would be, yeah. would be a hot take. Hey, listen. You got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. So, hey, thank you guys so much for uh, for making this, not surprisingly in terms of the excitement of this win, but this was uh, the most, I think the most people we've had this season in a Vikings event line. I think this is the most people we've had going back to, like, the playoff game against the Giants last year. Or maybe it was the Colts' historic comeback win. But this was definitely one of the most uh, populated Purple Daily YouTube channel rooms in the last two or three years on Vikings event line. So thank you. Appreciate you, and we'll see you at 9 o'clock tomorrow for uh, a morning after recap. We'll do a pie chart of praise. We'll do our hottest Vikings takes. We've got Boone lined up for some trenches film breakdown in a couple days from now. This is Purple Daily, where we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl. 
before we die.